Hey, it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to The Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. Back to The Baldface Truth with John Kanzano on 750 The Game. Well, you want to kick the college football season or the weekend off right? Kick it off with Jamba. Stop by one of your locally owned and operated Jamba locations today or download the Jamba app and start earning points now. Jaden Grant, Oregon State team captain, joins us every week courtesy of Jamba. I believe he has a Jamba that is, like, personalized. Tell me about this Jamba, Jaden. So it's a uh, Jamba Juice. It's one Strawberries Wild, one Caribbean Passion, and they both have um, two of Jamba's new Boba flavors in it. And so we kind of collabed up to uh, make a new smoothie called Jaden's Boba Jam, and then uh, some of the proceeds get given to uh, my father's foundation, the Brian Grant Foundation. I love that. So when I go into a Jamba location, t- tell me again what I'm supposed to order because that helps your dad and his foundation yeah. and helps a bunch of people who are – uh, you know, dealing and facing uh, Parkinson's. And so what do, we, what do we order? Yeah, exactly. So um, it'll be in select stores in, in the Portland area as well as Corvallis, and it's called Jaden's Boba Jam. You should see a, okay. a poster in the lobby if it's available. All right, Jaden's Boba Jam. All right, I like that. Yes, uh, all right, all right, listen. Reigning Pac-12 Defensive Player of the Week. Like that, man. You had a great game. Thank you. I appreciate it. What that interception feel like? How'd it feel really good? Uh, yeah, it just felt good to, uh, to you know have some success early in the game. Um, I think it was our second turnover of the day, and it uh, it came at a, a pretty good point, uh, a pretty good spot of the game, which turned up into some points for us. So it was just good to get that momentum going for the whole team. I tell you what I thought when I saw it because a lot of times you'll see the safety in that situation, who is watching the receiver and. The ball get got overthrown a little bit. At what point did you know that ball was going long? Yeah, exactly. Um, just you know, being on being on my work, being on my keys, you know, in practice we work on, you know, detailed post safety work, and you know, saw saw the receiver coming over the field, but just kept my eyes on the quarterback and weaved a little bit, and then I actually just had a pretty good break on the ball, and uh, seeing it was overthrown, and just you know had to get down there and grab it. I thought your basketball skills helped you a little bit there. I mean, you you don't see DBs with hands like that. <laughs> yeah, not definitely. I think I think that has, that is something that you know helped me um, become a little bit more coordinated with uh, catching the ball. It's always been something that uh, I've, I've been pretty good at. Jaden Grant with us, Oregon State team captain, defensive back. You're going into the oven this weekend, Fresno State. It's going to be hot there. Expecting high 80s. It's been warm here, so I don't think that'll be a major factor, but. I've been hearing a lot of talk out of Fresno about how good the receiving core is and how they're going to go after the sophomore. And you guys take that personally? I mean, we, we approach every game the same way. Um, and, you know, we, we talk about having faceless opponents and worrying about all about us because when we feel like when we focus all about us and you know, we're on our work every single snap, um, you know, that you know, we'll play to the best of our abilities. So, um, you know, we try to, we try to not – listen to any of the outside noise but um you know in terms of who we're facing uh, we know we have an amazing opportunity ahead of us you know, we know we're we have some talented receivers you know and uh, they're going to come out and they're going to attack us i mean we're going to put the same way you know we're not going to 
back down and we're not going to change the style of play because of who we're playing. We're going to play the exact same way, which is, you know, kind of in-your-face football. So um, I'm excited to see how it goes. I was trying to explain to somebody who was watching your game against Boise State how important it is for the guys up front to not just to make tackles but to disrupt things and uh, the pressure they can put on a quarterback by, you know, messing up the timing of a play. But also those guys keep blockers off your linebackers and off your defensive backs that it's sort of a team concept. What has it been like or what was it like, I guess, last week to have a game where, you know, you had got a lot of guys making tackles at the line of scrimmage and disrupting things? Yeah, it's a great, it's an amazing thing. You know, our big guys do such a good job of working for us up front. Um, so, you know, we try to reward them on the back end by, you know, really challenging routes and making that quarterback hold onto the ball as long as possible. You know, they're working the same way, just vice versa. Um, so it's an amazing thing to have so many guys working. But it's a, that's the thing, uh, you know, about our, our defense under Coach Bray is, you know, that's how we're taught to play. We're an attack defense. You know, we're going to attack the line of scrimmage. We're going to attack the pocket versus pass. Um, and then you have the back end, the second and third level, you know, flowing as well to run um, at all times. So uh, that's the amazing thing about our, our defense and how we're supposed to play. Um, you know, it's really all about playing game the right way. You know, always 11 guys flying to the football. 6-0 and at home last season, 1-6 and away from Reeser Stadium. What needs to change for you guys to get the result on the road? Um, like I said, you just have to worry about the, uh, worry about the snap in, snap out basis. Um, I really think it starts with preparation, and, you know, and how we prepare. Um, you know, our energy coming into games. It's, it's a lot easier to have great energy when you're, you know, playing in Research Stadium in, in front of the Beaver Faithful, because we know how much of an advantage it is playing at Research Stadium. Um, so when we go on the road, it's just got to be the same outside that it's all about us. You know, we have to bring our own energy, um, start fast, and at the end of the day, it's all about the execution. So um, we just have to execute. And uh, we know when we're on the road, uh, we have to go out there and take it. Jaden Grant with us. This interview brought to you by Jamba. He is Oregon State's team captain, defensive back. Um, you know, you've been there a while, so you can speak to this. Like, you know, from the outside in, it just felt like last week you guys were playing with a lot of confidence. And it's not sudden. You could see it building over the last year and a half, two years. How different does it feel? Give me an idea of how different it is now than maybe two, three years ago inside the program. Yeah, I think I think it's a completely different feel as far as the result out there. Um, I think the process has always been the same as far as the coaching staff and what they preach to us, um, the messages that they try to instill into us um, to, to play with confidence and play at full speed. I think it's just how we're gelling together. I mean, you, know, you have so many guys who have been out there for so long with the same, you know, similar group of guys around them. So it's just about having the utmost trust and belief in your teammates that, you know, if I do the job to the if I do my job to the best of my ability, I trust that my teammate's gonna do his job to the best of his ability. And um, you know, that's how the defense all comes together. So I think that's why you see us playing with so much confidence. Like um, you know, DB's on the back end, we know that we can hang in there and really get in your face, press you and challenging you on the in the back end, especially on passing downs, because like you said earlier, you know, our front is gonna go over and they're gonna attack and assault that pocket. So um, I think that's the biggest thing, just our confidence and belief that we have in each other. These are the kinds of games good teams go on the road and win. I mean, Fresno State's a good team. They've got an offensive minded coach. They're going to try to put all kinds of pressure on you. But I, I feel like you guys are up for that challenge. Um, you know, coming out of last weekend's game, how did you feel like you played? How close to your best game did you guys play? Um, I don't think you ever really play your best ball. I don't think you ever play the ball that you want to build. 
play. Um, I don't think there'll ever be a time where I'll leave a game and I say, man, you know, I don't need to watch the tape because I just had such an amazing game. Like, there's always things that you want back in a football game. Um, that's just part of the game. Um, so I think that's the biggest thing, and that's the biggest challenge is not only the adversity of responding after a loss, but responding after you had success. You know, how much can, how much better can you get? How much attention to detail, anxiousness, you know, energy can you have about making improvements to a game that was deemed as successful in your mind? Um, so I think that's the biggest challenge, and I think that is what, you know, we're all looking forward to this week is to seeing, you know, how much can we improve from game one to game two, and that's what it's all about. Jaden Grant is with us. Um, you know, you guys, uh, I did mention the heat earlier, but, you know, Jonathan Smith said yesterday, hey, it's been warm where we are. How will you guys or how are you already sort of preparing for what will be a warm Saturday night? I mean, just, just by hydrating. I think, the, um, you know, our, our nutritionist, we got a new, new nutritionist this year, Nick Farrell. He's done an amazing job, you know, for all of us. Um, throughout the whole entire offseason. But he's been really big on every single day getting each guy, you know, the thing that they specifically need for hydration. Um, so, you know, we've been hydrating all week. You know, we, we got a little bit of heat, which we're, you know, thankful to get out here at practice, but not, not as hot as it will be. Um, but, I mean, you even see some guys, I, I wore a long sleeve all week, you know, just to be a little bit extra. Some guys wore hoodies and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, playing ball. It doesn't matter what condition it is, rain, sleet, snow, heat tornado, whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we're still playing ball. So whatever the conditions are, um, you still have to play to the best of your ability. Jaden Grant is with us. Uh, I know school hasn't started yet, and but it must have been interesting to see kind of the stadium the way it was, half full, half completed last week. What was that like as a player when you kind of walked in and you looked around for the first time with, you know, 26, 27,000 fans inside there? Yeah, it was it was it was definitely different. I didn't think it was gonna be that different because of the whole COVID thing. But then when we went out there and uh, you know you see those new concrete kind of step things that look like stairs, and it kind of looked a little it was a little weird, but it was a cool experience because you know when you're on that side that's completely full, it's so loud and and rocking. We really can feel the energy and really feed off that energy. So you know it was amazing to be back in research in front of all of our you know great fans and um, you know looking forward to hitting this one and then. Uh, coming back home yeah it's interesting because i thought you know for at first i talked to jonathan smith about it i said you know would you rather have the fans over on the other side so your guys when they're on the sideline are looking across at what they feel like is a full stadium or do you want them behind you and now that there's been a game played there i'm kind of you know i'm curious about the energy level for the opposing team they've got silence behind them and they're looking across it feels like it's us you know us against 27,000 people if you're standing on that sideline that's got to be a pretty interesting feeling for them <laughs> yeah I mean I can't even I haven't really played at a stadium like that I think the only time I played it when the stadium was in construction was Utah uh, the COVID year but there's obviously no fans there so um didn't really see how that would work but, yeah, I'm sure it must be a little different. But, I mean, at the end of the day, like I said, we're just playing ball. So, I don't, I don't think either team really paid attention to that too much after, you know, maybe the first kickoff. All right. Looking for 2-0 and uh, this week. I guess 1-0 and this week makes you 2-0. and Yep. Uh, Jaden Grant, I appreciate you coming on, making time for us. Grab that Jamba. Yep. If you bust into a Jamba juice, Jaden Grant's got one. It helps the Brian Grant Foundation when you buy the Jaden Grant signature Jamba drink. Jaden, thank you. We'll catch up with you next week. Good luck in Fresno. I'll see you down there. Thank you very much. I appreciate it, John. All right. There he is.
He'll be in Fresno. He's been wearing long sleeves all week. Is that the right tactic, Stephen, for him to go and wear long sleeves at, at practice? I don't, I don't know. I just think hot is hot. Once you get to a certain temperature, I think it's been warm in Corvallis. It's been warm, uh, more than warm in Fresno. It'll be in the eight, high 80s, I think, when that game kicks off. Doesn't really cool off in the Central Valley the way it does other places, but Jane Grant and his team facing a warm evening in Fresno. Yeah, I think it's an innovative way to do it. Like I never thought about that, like making yourself ultra hot throughout the week so then you're used to by the game. I don't know that it would work. I definitely wouldn't do it because I run hot anyways, so I could play with like no sleeves on in the freezing cold and be fine. Uh, so I, I think it's cool that he's doing it, and it'll be interesting to see if it does actually work and he's ready to go. Uh, maybe gets another pick this week. That'd be awesome. Yeah, here's the other thing I thought about. I think Fresno's missing an opportunity. If I'm Fresno State, I am calling the stadium the oven. I am everything on the scoreboard, marketing-wise, it's all about sizzle and flames. I'm painting flames on the ramp as the players walk down so they feel like they're walking into the fire. Like, I think that they could go all out like and embrace the idea that it's warm there. And it, I think it can mess with the opposing team, but they do none of that. Yeah, you feel in the heat, the opponents feel in the heat. Call it the oven, the red yeah. oven. Well, monetarily, how does that work? Because, you know, you had the play-by-play on earlier. He talked about how the field is named after the legendary coach and the stadium, they just got the naming rights sold. But, you yeah. know, could you get sponsors in there for the oven? You could. Make some money off of it? They can sell anything. They can sell the naming rights on the ramp. But you could still call it Valley Children's Hospital Stadium. But you nickname it the oven. Call it the red oven. That'd and be cool. everybody wears red and there's flames there. And when you walk, when the team walks in, they play like bacon sizzling on the, you know what I mean? It's like they could have fun with that and make it a, you know, a horrendous environment. But, you know, it's, Fresno's not going to do that. And, and here's the thing, guys. You heard the play by play voice. I know that market. I know the fans. They want so badly to matter, they want to be in the Pac 12. I think if Oregon State punches them in the nose, I think they're going to take it very personally on Saturday. Yeah, again, it's just like this last week against Boise State. Both of these teams and both these fan bases really feel like they should win this game. And when another team is going to come home disappointed, and I think that's what's great about Oregon State right now this year is that they've played two games, will be their second game on Saturday, but both of their games have mattered, right? And we see uh, other games that don't matter. Oregon State's playing games that actually matter. So these fans in Fresno, I'm, I'm with you. They're not going to take it. They're not going to take it lightly if they get uh, down in the first quarter. They're going. To, they're going to want Fresno State to get back in it. Do you think, in their heart of hearts, Fresno State fans just want one and one against Oregon State and USC, or they I want think, two and zero? I mean, I think they'd love to be two and zero. I think they know they're probably not going to beat USC, but I, I disagree a little bit with Paul Leffler, the broadcaster. I think that a lot of the LA kids on the roster probably circled the USC game and didn't notice the Oregon State game, and. You know, I, I, I think they'd love to beat a Power 5 team, but I think if they could only have one win, they would take the USC game because I think it means a lot to the kids who are in the L.A. area who will be playing in that Coliseum, you know, probably for the first or last time in their careers. I agree with you 100%. I mean, I don't know that they're going to, like you said, I don't know if they're going to overlook Oregon State, but, yeah, if you're choosing one, you're, you're going to want to take down USC because you know a lot of those kids growing up in California, like, that's the school you go to, right? If you play right. basketball, yep. you'll probably want to go to UCLA or Arizona. But if you play football on the West Coast, it's kind of Oregon or USC. Like, those are the two schools you want to play at. And if you're down in L.A., man, yeah, that's, that's the school you want to go to. I actually think that works in Oregon State's favor. I think the fact that the schedule came out, I saw USC right behind Oregon State, and I thought, gosh, I wonder how many of those kids are going to look forward 
I'm not saying they're going to overlook Oregon State, but would they look forward a little bit? I think so. Coming up, we'll give our big splash. Plus, we're going to talk about a Pac-12 game in particular that has caught my attention. I think Vegas has the spread wrong. Might be an opportunity for you if you are a gambler or just a curious sports fan who wants to have a dog in the fight. Leave it here. We interrupt this broadcast with a special announcement from the Bald Hey, sorry to interrupt the podcast, but... If you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio Show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio Show. Thanks for listening.